Yeah. So, go. Hello. Lovely. Hi. Hi, You're Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my own name is Katrina Donahue. Uh, this year, I'm the Network Ireland Limerick President. Um, and I suppose my role in business is I'm Sales and Marketing Manager at um, our, our two companies, so two sister companies, Get West and Escape Limerick. Okay. Tell me about Get West and tell me about Escape Limerick. Perfect. Uh, so Get West um, specialises predominantly in uh, team building and, and group activities. So we're a mobile team building company. Um, so we could be, you know, in any part of the country, but I suppose in recent times we're doing more and more of our business in the Midwest, which would have been the goal. Yeah. Um, so how it works is we go on site, we set up a team building experience for, for your uh, work team, be it an indoor experience or an outdoor experience. Um, so here locally, for example, we would run events uh, in the Milk Market, King John's Castle, um, in function rooms at the local hotels, in the grounds at the Radisson or uh, in the Woodlands in Adair. So okay. we, we, I suppose, bring the activities to where the client wants to be for their experience. Um, so that's Get West, predominantly. We also do, um, I suppose, a lot of activities for family fun days in the summertime, company barbecues, uh, festivals. So we quite, it's quite diverse, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I like, how long is it? Well over five years now, um, but the company has changed a lot. So when okay. we would have started out, people would know us, I suppose, as kayakers. So we started out kayaking and, and that was it, but it wasn't sustainable. And particularly not when I joined the company. Uh, so we started to explore, I suppose, more team building options initially on land and then indoor as well. So trying to make the business sustainable for 12 months okay. a year. So that's kind of, people would know us as kayakers, but we've, I suppose, evolved a lot since then. We still do a bit of kayaking as well, but mainly with groups. Yeah. And mainly with groups, we're using it as a team building experience. And in the summer. And in the summer. Well, <laughs> yeah. you'd be surprised. <laughs> we've okay. a group of hardy stags going on with us this Saturday. So we do a little bit in the at this time of the year, but really we encourage people to wait till the summer. It's just more enjoyable for and people. And tell me about Escape. Escape Limerick is a Limerick-inspired escape room experience in the medieval quarter. So uh, just up the street from King John's Castle in Sticks Cafe, which a lot of people will know locally, yes. we're upstairs in the old snooker hall. So that's where we have our uh, three Limerick-inspired escape rooms. So we have King John's Dungeon, uh, Troubled Waters and uh, McCourt's Classroom. And they're all loosely inspired by different periods in Limerick's past. Uh, so an escape room... Um, for any of your readers who don't know, you get locked in for 60 minutes and uh, the whole idea is that you have to solve a series of puzzles to try and figure out how to escape before the time is up. And this was the reason we decided to open the escape rooms. Um, it, it's very much a team building product okay. as well. So it complements our existing offering um, and it's sustainable 12 months of the year. So it's not weather dependent, which is fantastic. And we wanted to broaden our team building portfolio. But we, we, we decided to set up a, a different company because we already had a lot going on with Get West and we were afraid it would get diluted. Yeah. And we felt Escape Limerick was a, was an experience in its own right. I'll get so, on to the, to the Network Ireland yeah. stuff in a, in a couple yeah. minutes, but I just want to stay with that. And it's only on the basis that you said that your, your company has evolved over the last five years. Yes. And More, you, probably nearly six now. I yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah. as in you can see that there's an Absolutely. evolution, a transformation period. Yeah. I'm wondering, is that transformation period... Um, co-joined mm -hmm. and running in parallel with the transformation of Limerick in the Midwest in yeah. the last while. We've seen a lot of FDIs yeah. come in, yeah. we've seen expansions, this is your For target sure. market, right? Absolutely. And it was, it was our, I always felt that I, corporate was the way to go for what for what we do I suppose we really enjoy working with the adult market mm -hmm. uh, it's very rewarding for us and I think you know predominantly because I suppose if you look at the, you know children um, 
they have an awful lot of experiences. They have a lot of opportunities where sometimes adults don't have as many. And so we really wanted to bring experiences to the adult market. And I thought the corporate space was, was the way to go. So we were, we were pursuing that. Uh, but like I said, we were doing a lot of that outside of the Midwest as well. But definitely in the last two, I would say the last two and a half years, uh, there's more and more of that business here. Yeah. So we can see that because we would partner a lot with, with local hotels. And this has been massive for us, actually. So not only are we selling ourselves, they're also selling what we do. So if you look at we partnership uh, with the, the Strand Hotel. And so we're doing a lot more team building here now. Gotcha. And it's not just with local companies. It's also with companies, uh, Irish companies, who are actually coming to Limerick for their team building experience. So they're coming here to do their team build, have their team meeting here, stay the night in one of the hotels, go out and have some great food. Um, so they're coming to Limerick for their team building experience. And we're also getting a lot of international business tourists who are coming here for their conference, who might be uh, delegates visiting a, you know, their, their local base here. Yeah. Um, so, or they're, they're coming for their team building experience. So definitely we can see a massive uh, growth uh, with all the investment that's happening in the region. A rising tide lifts yeah, all boats. For sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It, yeah. definitely, it definitely. Works. You, you touched on the international mm. aspect. Would your business be aware or would you personally be aware of the perception of Limerick in the Midwest on an international stage? Well, I suppose we get a sense of it from the business tourists that are coming to, to get west and to escape Limerick, actually. Um, so there's definitely there's definitely a very positive attitude in our experience towards the region. And I think people are seeing it as a you know, that it's a really great place to work. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to visit. And obviously they're, they're visiting us, you know, when, when we're meeting them, they're mm. usually visiting. Um, and I think it's a place that they hope to do more business. And I think they see it as a place that, you know, it's, it's, there's a great ecosystem here and I think it's improving all the time. Uh, so it's definitely very positive attitudes to, to Limerick that we're experiencing. It, 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 it's probably a good segue now to move into Network. Yeah, or, yeah, absolutely. Um, Network Ireland Limerick and, and your, your new role with that, you know, it's connected with the business market. Absolutely. You've just said that the ecosystem is being yeah. supportive of this yeah. investment and the interest of, uh, abroad. Mm. Tell me about your, your yeah. breeze into to Network <laughs> So I've been stuck. I'm not stuck. Oh. <laughs> I've been part of the network. I, this is my... This is my fourth year, I guess. Right. Um, so I came in like everyone else comes in. I'm wanting to build up a network uh, for, for myself, for the business. Um, and I suppose, you know, one year in, I was I joined the committee. I was asked to join the committee and I've been on the committee. This is now my third year. Um, and for me, um, it has just been a fantastic social outlet as well. I think business... Um, and I'm in business with my partner, which is, is fantastic, but is very challenging as well. And I think it's been a great outlet you mm. know not just in terms of generating direct sales but just in terms of having a social outlet and, and getting to meet women who are like-minded who are experiencing the same challenges uh, or at least some of the same challenges and just being able to bounce off each other um and also just a break away from from i suppose the you know being running your own businesses it's fairly uh it's fairly 24 7 you mm. know so i yeah. actually switch off when i go there though we're still talking about related issues i feel like my mind gets a break and when i go back to what i'm doing i'm better i feel i'm better for it um so this year i'm president of the network i uh, so yeah it's i suppose it's the fastest growing uh women's business network in the country so there's 15 branches locally we're one of 15 branches and the limerick branch has been in existence since 1983 though i'm sure it has you know evolved um, mm. during that time but it's interesting that you know the, the network 
uh, is still very relevant for women. And if anything, I think it's becoming even more relevant. Uh, the demand uh, for the network seems to be growing. Our numbers are on the up and up and up and nationally the numbers are on the up and there's more and more branches opening would every you, year would you know the, the membership numbers are, are so we're currently at about 74 um, from all different individuals yeah, yeah so it's so it's a very diverse membership so it's open to not just women who are in business but also women who are in the professions and the arts so it's women of all ages um, and it's women at various stages of their career and business journey so it's incredibly diverse and I think uh, it's important for me to get that out that it's also open to women who are employees in small or large companies yeah. because sometimes I think they look at women's networking groups and think you have to have your own business and, 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 it's, it's, and it's a different person that goes there exactly it, yeah. someone who's trying to sell their stuff all the time it's not like that at all uh, it's really a network that empowers tries to empower our members uh, in whatever it is they're doing and in wherever it is you know wherever it is they want to go is there a is there a core strategy or is there a core focus that the network yeah, so adheres each, to? So there's a national president, so there's a national executive and the national president sits on, on the national exec and I suppose each year the national president will, will set out kind of the mission for the year. So this year uh, the president is a lady called Helen Witcherly, she, she runs the Celtic Ross Hotel in, in Ross Carberry. So her theme for the year is is set up, so it's all about empowering our members to not shy away from challenges and obstacles but to actually to go for it and to seize the opportunities and I suppose for us to support each other in stepping up um, to, to achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve professionally or personally even um, so that's kind of I suppose that's the theme for the year but that's really I would see as the ethos of the whole organisation and uh, that we're supporting each other to achieve whatever our ambitions are um, and I suppose the network, it is about um, building women up and giving them more skills and confidence. It's not so much about the selling, I shouldn't be saying that really, no. but, but it is more about it's supporting relevant. the professional yeah. development. When, so, when you see, it's just, just as you say things, it, it, it's easy to move into them. You know, the network is providing the support. Yeah. Um, it, businesses are... are, are are aware of all the opportunities that are in Limerick now mm. and given the fact that there's a resurgence there. Mm. You also must have a mind to threats and you know difficulties that the that the future will bring. Mm -hmm. Are there any that pop into Jump your out. mind? Um, I, I suppose um, I'm probably mindful of the fact that, that Limerick it took Limerick maybe a little bit longer to um, what's the right word to use to to I suppose benefit from the boot you know so it took us a little bit longer and I feel is that an east west kind of divide or is it more just well a, I suppose a, it's probably anywhere I guess outside of the capital really yeah. um, but I think Limerick really needs to work uh, at building the economy here locally so that it's sustainable so mm. that if there is another you know crash which no doubt there will be mm. that we're uh, you know it'd be great if we could be the second city and I definitely think there is the potential though I don't think we are at the minute um, and I suppose it's really about making ourselves sustainable and strong locally so that we can weather future storms I would think you know I think there's a huge amount of good stuff going on I think the city centre, in my own opinion, um, is a little bit vulnerable. Um, I think, you know, the council, the, the 2030 plans are fantastic and they're ambitious and it's brilliant to see the council um, taking the lead there because obviously it wasn't happening otherwise. So the, the, the five sites, uh, and I think that, that 
I think it's a great strategy and I'm delighted that's coming to fruition. But I think there's still missing in terms of the, the, the core of the city centre. Yeah. I, I think it's vulnerable and I, I don't, do I think it's any less vulnerable than it was even, you know, in the, I'm not sure it has improved dramatically. I, and I, I'm not blaming any one organisation, entity or individual. I just think there is a lack of vision for the core. Um, and uh, I think that makes it vulnerable. I'm not saying that the council should be responsible for that vision. I think it has to be a joint effort. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's not there. And I think it's in the short, medium term that it's most vulnerable. And look, there's, you know, there's obviously a boom in terms of you know, new pubs, nightlife, great restaurants. We have a fantastic food scene. And that's undisputable. And obviously, culturally, there's a lot more going on. But I still think the retail piece and the marriage of all those different parts, I think they're, you know, there's no great vision for that, I think. And I think retailers would, would say that themselves, that what if they don't survive? You know, and maybe it's not about them surviving. Maybe we, we, we definitely need to think outside the box in terms of retail. I think we need to look at more exper experiential uh, retail experiences, you know. But I still think they need to be supported so that they will be here when all the great yeah. things come in 2025, 2030. Uh, and I would worry that they're very vulnerable. And I, I see we're, we're based on Nicholas Street. And I suppose I, that was quite strategic from our perspective because I, I have a girl for the underdog and I just feel there's massive potential in that area. And I feel people have to put their money uh, where, where their mouth is really. And they have to... Uh, invest and take a chance on things and and try and make the best um business decisions and go for it and mm. i think we, we've seen that on nicholas street you know we saw wild ireland open up there initially uh, and we thought oh that's interesting that's a really interesting move and then we obviously we brought our offices up there get west and then escape limerick is now up there and the you know there's been lots of other things open up there since we yeah, and now you have the breweries coming, coming so it's very exciting bakehouse absolutely you know, there's, a lot there's loads Nelly's Corner there's been so much um, that it just goes to show it's steadily building and definitely it can, yeah. definitely so, you know yeah. supported support the ecosystem and the nucleus that's Absolutely. around you and you'll yeah. and, and and you know it does need to be supported because you know we we all run on limited resources and so i i try and run the you know the social media accounts for for the area and for the medieval quarter but that's a resource that you know sometimes when i get busy that gets neglected yeah. but it should never be neglected it's something really simple should be prioritized um and that there should be funding available to, to, to really drive on what's happening. The great because there's great stuff happening in pockets locally, um, and I also think uh, you know, and I believe firmly that the, the city centre will never achieve its potential, and I think it has enormous potential unless people are living in here as well. Mm. So I think you know, no one will want to be open at six o'clock in the evening if there's no one around, and that makes perfect, that yeah. makes business sense. I. But I think people also need to move in. And I do appreciate there is a problem, obviously, with the quality of the housing and the supply. But I think people maybe need to start somewhere, you know, buy a little... And, and, and build it up. Sh you know, yeah. shoddy little house and build it up and then buy something else and build it up. And I, I, and I that will be one of our goals for, for this year. We want to move into the city centre and, you know, do, you know, do what we can and then hope that there is a bit of a knock-on effect so i'm definitely supportive of livable limerick and all that's happening but i think it's critical in order for limerick to really achieve its potential um 
as a hub, I just think there needs to be more vitality mm. and uh, outside the box thinking. If no, 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 it's important that um, that that those kind of things are believed upon by more people because that's when your strategies mm. could actually be realised mm-hmm. and. I feel, I hear your point, it's the support. So, you know, there's a strategy put in place, let's get in and row behind it mm-hmm. and, bring, and realize that potential. I, I, I can hear it, yeah. Um, if, to you personally, if mm. you were looking at, you know, yourself, um, I, I generally, in these interviews, I ask the same question at the, towards the end. Yeah, yeah. What satisfies you in business? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, what satisfies me? Um, I suppose... What I really and I never thought I'd end up in business. I, but now that I am in business, I'm not surprised that I ended up in business. If that makes sense. Right. I, I, I like being in charge of my own destiny. So that's probably the biggest thing. So, you know, what you put in, you get out. So you obviously have to be working smart. You know, because uh, sometimes you put in efforts, and if it's not the right efforts, obviously you're not going to be happy with the outcome. But you do get out what you put in, and for me, that's really rewarding. So mm. I mean, I'm from a public sector background, so is my partner, and so sometimes in the public sector, you know, you 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 can be just a number, and so you don't necessarily see the yeah. The rewards, and sometimes uh, you don't even you're not allowed to step outside your role too because yeah. you're quite confined by your role. Whereas when you are a business owner, you you can take risks, you can be bold, and you do get out what you put in. Uh, so that's probably what satisfies me most that I am in charge okay. of my own ship. Kind do of. You, <laughs> is there anything around you or in your? network mm-hmm. not just necessarily network but that you can draw inspiration from every day to, to keep going to keep going to be in business like that it's a challenge you face every day so uh, i'm sure yeah. you know at seven in the morning when you wake up hey why don't you know where am i getting the next wave of energy from um uh, i believe in our vision i think so i think that keeps me motivated and sometimes the vision being to bring an experience absolutely yeah. uh, to 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 have you know a breadth of experiences um available to uh, i suppose particularly people who are looking for team building experiences or incentive experiences uh, or even just group experiences for adults yeah um because i think that's i think it's really important for people's well-being that they have uh, new experiences new challenges i think it's fundamental and my own background is in mental health so i just i believe in that um so I think the vision, you know, mm. which I think is achievable, even though it might be taking a little bit longer sometimes to get there, but that's where it you gives keep... me energy because I absolutely believe in our vision. And uh, so, and you have to, because if you don't, yeah. you might as well go home. Okay, um, we have two questions okay. and then you're off the hook. Okay. What would you tell a younger version of yourself? What advice would you give? Um, I get in trouble here now, um, so I'll have to keep it. <laughs> um, what would I tell? Um, or if you wanted to play it even safer, what would you tell the next wave of CAO students who are mm. thinking about their career? They're kind of, they're daunted with the points race. They're, you know, all of this kind of stuff. That's a, what would you tell them mm. that would give them a piece of advice for the next 10, 15 years of their lives? If you don't want to answer yeah, um, the question yourself. <laughs> um, I... Part of me thinks that 
you know, if if they could get a taste for, you know, for the real world of work and business before they commit to a particular course, I think it's really sensible. Good idea. So I started in Mary I did a year and a half there and changed course, ended up in UL. I, you know, graduated from there. And it's really only since I, particularly since I started, in, I think business is actually okay. probably the key here. I actually think it's great for people to experience business um, because I think it, it gives you such a broad education and you realize, oh, wow, okay, that's what I really like or that's where my strengths are because sometimes you don't know where they are. I would never have thought my strengths would have been in business. Um, but it, they might be if you're partnering with someone else, if you're working with a team of people, you don't have to have all the answers yourself. And I think getting a taste for particularly the real world of business before you commit to your uh, to one career path, I think is really wise now. You know, parents are going to probably kill me. No. But I, but I think um, if I had it over again... I, that's what I would have done. It is, it is a hypothetical question. Yeah. But it's, it, it's one where lots of people draw different reflections from. And yeah. I think it's based on your experience. Mm, absolutely. And it, you know, and, and, and it's, but you know, it has varied in, from many of the different answers. It has varied to don't look at a closed doors and as, as somewhere yeah. that you can't go, you know, take more risks. There's yeah. a lot of these, these things. Absolutely, yeah. Um, like, you know, getting a, getting a taste for real business. Yeah, is, and is, I, is and I nice, suppose, you know, when I was in secondary school, it was never, look, and this is sort of, I'm not, you know, pointing fingers at anyone, but it was just the way things were. In fairness, we weren't limited to teaching and nursing. We were exposed to all the professions. I, but no one said go into business, which is interesting because obviously business is made up of all these professions. We, we just weren't exposed to it. And I know it's changing in secondary schools now, which is fantastic. Like, but yes, we had a mini business at some stage, fourth or fifth year. But we didn't really take it seriously. <laughs> you know, I, I think, I, I get you. you know, it just was because it wasn't the, the ethos. Look, it seemed like a filler at the time, whereas yeah. now I think, you know, like far more business people, entrepreneurs should be visiting schools and telling their stories and, and, and all, you know, warts and all, because it's not glamorous. Um, but it is worth it, I think. Um, and I, I think you get to know yourself an awful lot in business and particularly your strengths and your passions. And if you know all of that, then you'll know what you want to do for the rest of your life, I think. With all of that in mind, last question. Okay. I look to the future. Can you tell me anything about what the future looks like for, for you, Get West, Network Ireland, any of the three? I'm, I think Network Ireland, Ireland and Limerick, uh, the Limerick branch is going to go from strength to strength. And what I, what I'm finding interesting at the minute is, a lot of people um, reach out to Network Ireland Limerick before they're even in Limerick. So there's a lot of people moving here who are just after getting jobs here in the past couple of weeks, and they reach out to the network first, which is fantastic. Mm. And I really think that's going to go from strength to strength, because uh, I think there's people really believe in the strength in numbers and you need other people uh, encouraging you and helping you to step up. So I think that's the network, I think. Get West and Escape Limerick. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll get busier and busier. <laughs> you know, within reason, I suppose, just for us, it's all about streamlining what we do now and making our processes more efficient mm. um, and uh, building our experience portfolio and getting more people to try what we do. So that's... Um, 
yeah, so onwards and upwards there. Personally, I hope I'll be living in the city this time 12 months. So that's my goal, personally. Um, so, so I'm decluttering my life at the minute because I know I'm going to have to move from a big house in the country into a small house in the city. And I'm really excited about that challenge because I think I could do it a good declutter. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. No worries. Okay.